As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, America. I would like to introduce Dennis J. Woody Woodcomb, also known as DJ Woody. He is Sergeant Dave's sidekick and new co-host for the Remember the Fallen program. DJ Woody is doing his podcast from his home in Sanford, Florida. Sergeant Dave and DJ Woody both have a mutual compassion for helping our first responders and our brother and sister veterans. With a long family history of military and first responder service, DJ Woody's goal is to inform our KLRN listeners by addressing positively the circumstances that challenge us today and discover solutions to be utilized for the mutual benefit of us all. DJ Woody will give an enhanced perspective to Sergeant Dave's already amazing work with a background of being a Vietnam veteran and a military social worker. He is now serving our KLRN listeners and our community. Hello, KLRN radio listeners. This is DJ Woody, Sergeant Dave's sidekick and co-host for the Remember the Fallen program. Tonight, I would like to feature on a service provided by VA that many veterans do not know about. This service is particularly important to veterans who have been deployed to combat areas and those veterans that have suffered from military sexual trauma. That service is the VA Vet Centers. I was personally introduced to the Vet Center Services over 10 years ago. During the layoff, I experienced as a result of what has been called the Great Recession. The position I left involved having me travel most of the time. I used to say, absence makes the heart grow fonder, and my wife is real fond of me. I was generally on the road Monday through Friday, but several times I had short weekends too. When that job went away, I was home all the time. It's pretty hard to get employed when someone is in their late 50s and there's a recession going on. My wife still remained employed for six more months, but was let go too. Now we were together all the time. On top of that, our income was reduced to one third of what we had been making before. For the next year, the marital bliss slowly but surely went away. We were together way too much without having enough income to engage in recreational activities like just going out to dinner or going to the movies. Needless to say, we needed marriage counseling bad. I went to the VA website and looked for counseling options and discovered the vet center. I made an appointment which unknowingly would change my life for the better. So much for my personal story. I'll add a few more details later. For those of you who don't know what a vet center might be, 
I'll give you some information I got directly from the Vet Center website. If you care to check it out for yourselves, it's www.vetcenter.va.gov. Vet Centers are community-based counseling centers that provide a wide range of social and psychological services. These services include readjustment counseling to eligible veterans, active duty service members, including National Guard and Reserve Components, and their families. The website goes on to explain readjustment counseling is offered to make a successful transition from military to civilian life or after a traumatic event experienced in the military. Vet centers offer individual, group, marriage, and family counseling. In addition, vet centers offer referral and connection to other VA or community benefits and services. Vet centers guide veterans and their families through many of the major adjustments in lifestyle that often occur after a veteran returns from combat. Services may include individual and group counseling in areas such as post-traumatic stress disorder, otherwise referred to as PTSD. The staffs are also trained in alcohol and drug assessment and also suicide prevention referrals. All vet centers are free of cost and strictly confidential. Vet center counselors and outreach staff are experienced and prepared to discuss the tragedies of war, loss, grief, and transition after trauma. Many of these vet center staff members are veterans themselves, including veterans that have been through deployments. In my own case, my first counselor was Jack. He was a Marine Vietnam veteran who understood firsthand the environment in which we are exposed. Jack eventually left to be posted to a vet center closer to his home and has since retired. Another counselor I had for several years was Leonard. He was a retired Army Lieutenant Colonel Vietnam veteran. He was called back up for six months to provide counseling for the members of the teams that have the unfortunate duty to inform parents and loved ones their service members had passed away while on active duty. He is a very special person and a dedicated professional. I wish both of them the best in their retirements. Many folks ask, what's the difference between vet centers and the mental health treatment received at VA medical centers? To start with, although vet centers are under the VA health care structure, they are not connected to the VA medical center structure. They have their own independent structure and support system. This is reflected in the history of the vet centers. The website states that the Vet Center program was established by Congress in 1979 out of recognition that a significant number of Vietnam-era veterans were still experiencing readjustment problems. What the website doesn't state is why. In the late 60s and the 1970s when Vietnam veterans were being treated at VA hospitals and medical facilities, Many were treated scornfully due to the unpopularity of the Vietnam War. This treatment came from not only VA staff members, but from veterans that have served honorably in World War I, World War II, 
Korea, and the Cold War. Vietnam veterans were told their service was not valid due to incidents like the My Lai Massacre, and they didn't fight a real war. Many Vietnam veterans refused to seek mental health treatment, even though many of these needed it badly. A disabled veteran named Max Cleland was appointed the administrator to the old Veterans Administration from January 1979 through January 1981. By the way, that's before it became the Department of Veterans Affairs. Among the military awards he received was the Silver Star, the Bronze Star for Valor, the Soldier's Medal, and the Purple Heart. In the Battle of Quezon on April 4, 1968, he received wounds from an exploding grenade which resulted in the loss of his right forearm and both legs above the knee. He saw and experienced firsthand how Vietnam veterans were being treated in VA medical facilities and the reactions of those Vietnam veterans. As an experiment, he decided to use community-based facilities away from the standard VA medical facilities. Many Vietnam veterans reluctant to go to seek help at VA facilities. He also wanted the vet center facility staffed by counselors that were specifically trained and experienced in working with veterans from combat situations. Although the VA medical facilities had many fine mental health professionals, most were trained to treat the general veteran population, which consisted mostly of non-combat veterans. As an example, let's say a company clerk who served in a stateside unit for his entire enlistment and suffering from mental health problems due to a breakup with his girlfriend would be best suited for treatment at a VA medical center. The experiment worked so well, the Vet Center program was established and continues today to serve eligible veterans and their families. By the way, Max Cleland went on to serve as the Secretary of State of Georgia from January 1983 to January 1996. He then served as a U.S. Senator from Georgia from 1997 to 2003. He was also appointed Secretary of the American Battle Monuments Commission from June 2009 to January 2017. Now that's what I call a legacy of service. Here's some more information from the website. In April 1991, Congress extended eligibility to veterans who served during other periods of armed hostilities after the Vietnam era. This was done in response to the Persian Gulf War. Those other periods are identified as Lebanon, Grenada, Panama, the Persian Gulf, Somalia, and Kosovo slash Bosnia. In October 1996, Congress extended the range of eligibility to World War II and Korean combat veterans. My only comment on that last issue is what took you so long? As we entered into a new century with more conflicts occurring, the Secretary of Veterans Affairs extended eligibility for vet center services to veterans of Operation Enduring Freedom, OEF, on April 1, 2003. 
On June 25, 2003, eligibility was extended to veterans of Operation Iraqi Freedom, OIF, and subsequent operations within the Global War on Terrorism, also referred to as GWOT. The goal of the Vet Center program is to provide a broad range of counseling, outreach, and referral services to eligible veterans. These services are intended to help them make a satisfying post-war readjustment to civilian life. Family members of all veterans from the conflicts listed above are eligible for vet center services as well. On August 5, 2003, the VA Secretary authorized vet centers to furnish bereavement counseling services to parents, spouses, children, and siblings of service members who die of any cause while on active duty. This includes federally activated reserve and National Guard personnel. The Vet Center motto is, We understand, and most of all, we care. Whoa! From the efforts of a Vietnam veteran wanting to help other Vietnam veterans, that helping hand has been extended to encompass everyone that has been exposed to combat trauma in our nation's armed conflicts and the family members that hold them dear. In spite of how unpopular the Vietnam experience had been, the efforts made to have equal mental health care blossomed into providing an opportunity for specialized care even to the veterans that had served previously. The term eligibility has been used quite a bit and a generalized description has been provided so far. Just exactly what are the requirements for Vet Center services? The Vet Center website explains eligibility as a veteran or family member of anyone who has served in any combat zone and received a military campaign ribbon are eligible for Vet Center services. The website states lists of combat theaters and areas of hostilities to include, but not limited to, World War II, that includes the Merchant Marines as well, the Korean War, the Vietnam War, Lebanon, Grenada, Desert Storm slash Desert Shield, Bosnia, Kosovo, operations in the former Yugoslavia area, the Global War on Terrorism, Operation Enduring Freedom, Operations Freedom Sentinel, Operation Iraqi Freedom, and Operation New Dawn. That's quite a list. If any listeners that have served or are family members of anyone that has served in these conflicts... You may want to check for Vet Center Services eligibility. Other eligibility requirements include any service member or veteran who is sexually traumatized while serving in the military. This is regardless of gender or era of service, whether they have served in a combat theater or not. Sexual trauma counseling may include individual or group counseling, marital and family counseling, referrals for benefits assistance, and liaison with community agencies, also substance abuse information and referrals. 
Vet Center Counseling can help you deal with the emotions of military sexual trauma and regain confidence in your daily life. This aspect of military sexual trauma has become more prevalent in recent years. With the Me Too movement, news media coverage has increased. Most folks assume sexual assaults are committed on females. However, more males are coming forth to receive treatment in spite of the stigma that may have prevented treatment in the past. A veteran friend related his story to me as a friend. He was sexually assaulted with an implement as punishment from a group of fellow servicemen. They were angry over actions he had taken to do the right thing. Because of the stigma, he did not report the incident, and it was many years of emotional suffering that he endured before receiving help at a vet center. So for both genders, don't be shy. There is help, and it's strictly confidential. Do yourself a favor. Check it out. ASAP. Eligibility also includes those service members who provided direct emergency medical care or mortuary services to casualties of war while serving on active duty. They include but are not limited to the field medics, the field hospital personnel, the hospital ship personnel, and the much forgotten graves registration personnel. Personnel that served as a member of an unmanned aerial vehicle crew that provided direct support to operations in a combat zone or areas of hostility. Basically, drone combat operations are also eligible. Eligible, too, are Vietnam-era veterans who have assessed care at a vet center prior to January 2014. Vet Center services are also provided to family members of veterans and service members for military-related issues. It is found aids in the readjustment for those who have served. This includes bereavement counseling for families who experience an active duty death. These are our Gold Star families. What exactly entails bereavement counseling? The website defines bereavement counseling as assistance and support to people with emotional and psychological stress after the death of a loved one. Bereavement counseling includes a broad range of transition services. These services include outreach, counseling, and referral services. This includes family members of reservists and National Guard who die while on active duty. Where can you get this bereavement counseling? Nationwide, eligible family members can receive this counseling at over 300 vet centers. Family members can schedule appointments by calling your nearest vet center. Many times, counseling can be made available in the family's home or where the family feels most comfortable. How can you locate the nearest vet center? There is a locator page on the vet center website www.vetcenter.va.gov. You can also go to the VA website, www.va.gov, and use the search block. If someone does not have internet availability, they can call the Vet Center Call Center, 1-877-WAR-VETS 
to simplify that, it's 1-877-927-8387. This call center is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You can't get much more available than that. I have mentioned several times referral services are available in general and as part of military sexual trauma and bereavement counseling. These referral services are just part of a wide range of psychosocial services available for the effort to make a successful transition from military to civilian life. Here are other referral services the vet centers provide. Referrals for outreach and education, including post-deployment health reassessments, or PDHRAs, community events, etc. Substance abuse assessment and referrals, employment assessment and referrals, Veterans Benefits Administration Benefit Explanation and Referrals. In my own case, my counselor was able to write a nexus letter to connect my mental health diagnosis with my service in Vietnam. This was a big part of my PTSD claim. Screening and referral service for medical issues such as traumatic brain injury, depression, etc., Since the vet centers do not prescribe medications, a referral can be made if a mental health assessment indicates medications may be helpful to the client. This way, an additional assessment can be made by a qualified medical professional to see if medications would be necessary. For many of us older veterans, that transition isn't successfully completed until we deal with the trauma issues that affected us while serving our country. Many Vietnam veterans just sucked it up for years. After our time in the service, we went on to have educations, jobs and careers, and marriages and family. For many of us, there was more than one of each. Our lives were pretty well functional and only occasionally affected by our service experience. Once we slowed down for retirement, or in my own case, an unemployment layoff in my late 50s, much of the symptomatic behavior for PTSD came to the surface. The anger escalated, sometimes even to the point of going into a rage over the most trivial things. The bad dreams either returned or, if already happening, became more frequent and intense. We went from just being vigilant to hypervigilant. All the negative feelings that would normally accompany an unemployment phase were magnified. Does any of this sound familiar? Along with the lack of sleep, all of this was causing a lot of damage to my marriage. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I was lucky to find the Orlando Vet Center. After my intake was complete, my first counselor listened to my account of what had been happening to the deteriorating relationship with my wife and asked questions that focused on what course of treatment he would initiate. Just when we were concluding the first session, he asked a very important question. If I was to ask your wife what your biggest problem was, what would she say? I told him she would say, my anger. He then told me that he had an anger management class starting and had me sign up. 
I actually took the anger management class a second time a couple of years later as part of my Vietnam veterans group. This was only the beginning of the healing process. Both my wife and I took the marriage counseling as a couple and individually. She hasn't thrown me out yet. We just celebrated our 19th wedding anniversary on the 12th of this month. So I guess something worked. As I continue to show up, I was added to the Vietnam Veterans Group that met every two weeks on Tuesday afternoons. I was able to attend regularly for the next several years as I pursued my master's degree in social work. Since I wanted to specialize in the field of military and veteran social work, I not only received great therapy as a vet center client, but was able to see firsthand how this excellent therapy was provided by licensed veteran counselors. I also saw the amazing positive results in my group therapy partners. What a great bunch of guys. Talk about the buddy system. We listened and helped each other as we were facilitated by a counselor who was a combat veteran himself. Many of the complaints I heard from the guys were of receiving counseling from non-veterans. No way was that happening, especially with younger counselors. I learned, like me, the guys also put up a shield when dealing with non-veterans especially ones that did not have veterans or military as part of their life experience. A non-veteran counselor that at least was related to a veteran or military member may have some idea of the military perspective. Even the most skilled non-veteran therapists have problems getting around this trust issue. Our counselors also used a great deal of class education materials to help keep our progress on point. Sometimes military and veterans issues that were in current media coverage were the focal point of our sessions. Our group members consisted of people from different races, ethnic groups, income levels, and cultures. We were almost entirely made up of enlisted men. Believe me, some of the discussions got pretty lively at times. There were times we had guest presenters attend our sessions. Here are a couple good examples. Veteran service officers from county veteran service offices came to explain and update us veterans on benefits from the Veterans Benefits Administration. A few times we had specialists from the VA Medical Center come to explain things like the My Healthy Vet website. For those veterans who haven't used this website yet, do yourself a favor and check it out. Personally, it saves me all kind of grief navigating the VA healthcare system. My wife and I own two small dogs that at one time were registered therapy dogs. I was able on a few occasions to bring each dog to a group session. It's amazing how soothing these dogs are when a guy is talking about his trauma experiences. One Air Force veteran would only say he never enjoys the Christmas holidays when we were asked how our holidays went. While my little dog was sitting on his lap, he related the reason why he never enjoyed the Christmas holiday. 
He said while serving in Vietnam on Christmas Day, he had the sad duty of loading body bags with dead soldiers onto transport planes to be shipped back to the States. The whole time he was petting and hugging that little dog while tears came down his face. He said that was the first time he had ever told anyone, including his wife and counselors. I guess the saying that you're only as sick as your secrets apply. I'm not sure if Christmas is any better for him, but his overall attitude was a lot more upbeat after that. You may want to know if vet centers are open during non-traditional hours. The answer is yes. All vet centers maintain a non-traditional appointment schedule after normal business hours to accommodate the schedules of veterans, service members, and their families. We don't have to continue to suffer. There is help. Don't be shy. Do yourself a favor. Check it out ASAP. Get some paper and a pencil or a pen to take down this information that just may change your life and the lives of those who care about you for the better. Again, the Vet Center website is www.vetcenter.va.gov. The toll-free Vet Center call center phone number is 877-WAR-VETS or 877-927-8387. You can also utilize the VA website at www.va.gov. If you are experiencing difficulties at this moment, you can use the Veterans Crisis Line at www.veteranscrisisline.net. That's .net, not .gov. The phone number for the Veterans Crisis Line is 1-800-273-8255, then press 1. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255, then press 1. Well, KLRN radio listeners, our time is definitely up now. This is DJ Wooding letting you know to take care until next time. Thank you for tuning in. All the very best to you and your loved ones. Good night. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.